there my courageous beauties this is your host crystal and i'm coming to you with another episode and this one is called the voice of greater so i wanted to share some things with you and uh get right into the to the topic so one thing that i want us to keep in mind is that we know we have an adversary his name is satan and he desires to sift you like wheat we must follow 1 Peter 5, 8 through 9, where it says that we should be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. Resist him and stay fast in faith, knowing that the same sufferings are experienced by your brotherhood in the world. So in other words, know that you are not alone in what you go through. Everyone has their cross to bear and their journey in life in which God has given us all a measure of grace to walk in, in that area or areas, and that we are called in and and called to. Now, knowing that we are weak, God has made us strong, weak in the flesh, okay, not in the spirit. So I ask you, whose voice will you hear? Who are you listening to? Satan? God forbid. The Bible does say in Psalm 100, verse 3, it says, Know ye that the Lord, he is God. It is he that hath made us, and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. John 10 and 1 through 15 says, Verily, verily, I say unto you that say unto you that uh, he that entereth not by the door into the sheepfold, but climbeth up some other way, the same is a thief and a robber. But he that entereth in by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. To him the porter opened, openeth, and the sheep hear his voice. And he calleth his own sheep by name and leadeth them out. And what I want to tell you about that is that God knows us by our name. Satan knows us by our circumstances, which is why he likes to remind you of those said circumstances to try to throw you throw your walk off to try to steal and kill your faith and verse 4 says and when he put it forth his own sheep he goeth before them and the sheep follow him for they know his voice and a stranger will they not follow but will flee from him for they know not the voice of strangers this parable jesus he spake it to um and but they didn't understand what he was saying and so he said, Jesus says here in verse seven, it says, Jesus unto them again said, verily, verily, I say unto you, I am the door of the sheep. So he made it plain. He's saying, I am the door. And all that all that ever came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not hear them. Thank you, Lord, that we didn't hear the thieves and the robbers, but we heard the voice of the Lord. Verse 9, he says, I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved, and all shall go in and out and find pasture. That word pasture, I was like, okay, what what does that mean? And so um, the word pasture, when I looked up, it says the word pasture means we shall not want the needful supplies for the true life in Christ if we hear his voice and follow him We will have growth and increase, lacking or wanting nothing. It's not always monetary that that when we say God shall supply our need 
according to his riches and glory through Christ Jesus. We're not just talking about monetary. We're not just talking about money or things that are tangible. But we're also talking about our peace will not be lacking. Our joy will not be lacking. Our healing will not be lacking. And our love won't be lacking. But Satan, if you listen to his voice, just know that... As verse 10 says, the thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. Jesus says, I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd giveth his life for the sheep. But he that is a hireling and not the shepherd, whose own the sheep are not. See if the wolf cometh, and leaveth the sheep, and fleeth, and the wolf catcheth them, and scattereth the sheep. The hireling fleeth, because he is a hireling, and careth not for the sheep. Which is why we have to be sober. We have to be sober, and we have to be vigilant, so we can hear our Father's voice. In verse 14, it says, I am the good shepherd, and I know my sheep, and, and am known of mine. As the Father knoweth me, even so know I the Father, and I lay down my life for the sheep. Since we know all of that, now we have to also know what John, what 1 John 1-4 through says. So 1 John 1-4 through says, Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits whether they are of God, because many false prophets are gone out into the world. Hereby know ye that the Spirit of God, every spirit that confesseth that Jesus Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is of God. And every spirit that confesses not that Jesus is come in the flesh is not of God. And this is the spirit of Antichrist. Wherefore, ye have heard that it should come, and even now already is in the world. Ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them, because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. And that means that the Holy Spirit is our guide. He will speak to us and allow us to hear what God has to say to us because he is on the inside of us. We don't have to listen to any other voices that are in this world. Sometimes it's us that gets in the way. So we tend to believe the lies that the enemy has sifted in us. If you notice a sifter, it comes in different sizes. The holes are as well, because the smaller the hole is, the more you can break it down, whatever the substance is. You can break it down into where there's nothing solid left. So don't listen to the little lies from the enemy from this world. People or even yourself telling you that you don't matter or you're too weak, too old, too fat, too skinny, not good enough. No one likes or loves you. You might as well give up because you can't make it this time. It's too hard. I can't come back from it. Stop. The devil is a lie and the father of all lies. We can do all things through Christ that strengthen us. But we have to know as long as we know his voice and allow God through through the Holy Spirit guide us. We must also know that while we have Holy Spirit greater in us than he, meaning greater than Satan, the spirit of the Antichrist in the world where sin exists, sin does exist. So we have to understand something, what Paul said in Romans 7, 12 through 23. He says, wherefore the law is holy and the commandment holy, just and good. Was then that which is good made death unto me? God forbid. 
but sin, that it might appear sin, working death in me by that which is good, that sin might come by sin by the commandment might become exceedingly sinful. For we know that the law is spiritual, but I am carnal. Carnal is just your flesh, sold under sin, meaning we're in this world, but we're not of it. We have to operate by kingdom law, right? For that which I do, I allow not. For what I would, that do I not. But what I hate, that I do. Verse 16 says, If then I do that which I would not, I consent unto the law that it is good. Now, then it is no more I that doeth, but the sin that dwelleth in me. For I know that in me, which is in my flesh, dwelleth no good thing. For to will is present with me, but how to perform that which is good I find not. For the good that I would, I do not, but the evil which I would not, that I do. Now if I do that I would not, it is no more I that do it, but sin that dwelleth in me. I find then a law that when I would do good, evil is present with me. For I delight in the law of God after the inward man. Remember, God judges the intent of our heart. We have to look to the Holy Spirit for guidance. If we allow Jesus, we accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior and allow the Holy Spirit to dwell in, dwell in us, we too can delight in the law of God after the inward man. And he says, but I see another law in my members, warring against the law of my mind and bringing me into captivity to the law of sin, which is in my members. If we continue to follow our heavenly father, our shepherd, he will hide us in his secret place. And I can confirm that in Psalm 91. And it also tells us, surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. That means good. That means God, like a shepherd, reigns his sheep as they know no better. God will know only us. He will, he will save us from, he will not only save us from our adversary, Satan, but he will also save us from sin and ourselves. Once we allow God in, it is now time for us to do the work in God, hearing his voice for direction and using the word, the word of God in our life once and for all. Now, 2 Corinthians 10 and 5 says, We demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God, and we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. Now, that is the NIV version from Bible Gateway. There's another version that's called the voice version. How befitting that this episode is called the voice of greater and this particular version I wanted to read to you guys and it says 2 Corinthians um, it's the same thing but it gives a little bit more detail it says we are demolishing arguments and ideas every high and mighty philosophy that pits itself against the knowledge of the one true God we are taking prisoners of every thought every emotion and subduing them into obedience to the anointed one I really like that version because what it's doing is it's, it's, it's saying the same thing as the NIV, but it's it's almost like it's putting a little bit of amplified into it and giving you a little bit more idea of what de- demolishing arguments and ideas. Um, it said 
in the NIV, we demolish arguments of every pretension. So pretension would be ideas or something that's high and mighty, a philosophy, something that someone created or made up that's a lie and told you a lie. We have to demolish that. We have, And we do that by using the word of God to denounce what the enemy means for evil. See, when you know the word of God and you know the scriptures, then the Holy Spirit can lift up a standard against the enemy when he tries to come in like a flood. That standard is his word. You can block the enemy's tactics and his tricks by the word, the very word of God. How earlier when I was saying how sometimes the enemy will try to make you believe that you're nothing or try to re just so loudly and so boldly whisper those things in your ear. Well, you can say no, you know, even you're weak and you, you can't do anything. No, even in my weakness, God's strength is made perfect. You see, you have to be able to combat the enemy with the word of God because it is your sword. As we discussed before in previous episodes, we have to continue to put our armor on and understand that. We're not just fighting a, a battle that we can even see our enemy. Things that we that are take place in the spirit realm, we can't always see with our naked eye. We have to tap into the spirit. We have to know what the enemy is looking for, which he which he comes to steal, kill, and destroy. So anything that you put in your trust or your faith in God, that's his ammo. He wants to do the opposite. He wants to make you have fear. He wants to destroy everything. And which is why in the King James Version, it says of Second uh, Corinthians, it says, casting down imaginations. So it, it, it could be something that the enemy tries to put in your mind that is really not real. It's a lie. He, he's the antichrist. He's against Christ. So anything he can do to throw at you that's not even real, he would do it, which is why we have to cast down the imaginations. We have to cast down every high thing, every emotion. We're taking it into captivity, every lie. Okay, and we have to and it because it, it will try to exalt itself against what what we know about God, the very knowledge of God and bring it into captivity. Every thought to the obedience of Christ, any type of imaginations or reasoning, which is why it's important that we be careful what we dilly dally in when it comes to certain things like horoscopes and reading all these different type of things that don't necessarily line up with the word of God. Now, I will say God created everything, but man per perverts a lot of things. And when you have gifts of God and you have, you know, gifts, you may have a gift of knowledge or you may be able to prophesy and people pervert the gift of God for their own, you know, uh, gain or either they use it for control or Satan is using them that's when they start calling it psychic and all this stuff like that that you ha it's a fine line okay the gifts come without repentance so sometimes people who are dilly-dallying in those arenas in that area are not they they don't have a repentant heart or else they would not be so easily uh you know apt to use that gift in that way because they're not hearing the voice of god they're you know they can potentially hear the voice of satan or their own voice so they're using it in a different aspect than they should. And that could really hurt people when you're using your gifts to a way where your God is not telling you to do something. Because if you're releasing something to someone in the wrong season, the blood is going to be required on your hands if that person gets hurt or they make the wrong decision based on the words that you spoke over their life. So you have to be really careful about whose voice you're hearing and what you say. Sometimes if you're unsure, well, a lot of times if you're unsure about what God God is saying in this season 
whether you should go or you should stay, just wait. Hold on a little bit longer and pray. But the most important thing, like I said, within this is the voice of greater. Why is this the voice of greater? Because greater is he that is in you than he that's in the world. So it is more for us and against us. When we feel like we can't, you know, carry on or we don't have the answers. God is God and just hold on a little while longer and he will speak to you. He will allow you to see what it is that you need to see in this time. So I know this is a little bit of a shorter, uh, you know, session today, but I just wanted to throw that out there for you guys and know that right now the best, the best that we can do at any given time is to always search for the voice of God. And at any time, if you ever feel uncertain, open up the word of God and read his word. And that is where his voice comes from. And that, that will show you the mind of Christ. And I want to thank you for listening. I hope that you have learned something. I hope that you have been fulfilled. I hope that God order your steps and that you be safe. And I just dispatch the angels around you from the east and north, the south and the west. In Jesus name, I just thank you. And until next time, I love you. God bless.